0: You are listening to the Improv Save My Life podcast brought to you on BITS, the Boston Improv Talk Station. All right, welcome to episode 38 of the Improv Save My Life podcast. I'm your host, Tom Boyer. I have uh, two guests today, both from Improv Asylum. I have James Elwood. What's
1: going on? What's going on, James? Not a whole lot. You are a member of OK Cowboy and Secret Stash. Secret Stash. The upcoming sketch show on Monday the 11th. I don't know if this will be out in time. Yeah, I put it out tonight. So. Oh, well. so we do need asses and seats. So if anyone wants to go, come on by. Nice. Um, and
0: Steffi K, who is in um, Seriously Bad, mm-hmm. and also Secret Stash. Correct? Yeah,
2: yeah. I join them whenever they need an extra body. Kind of an
0: auxiliary member. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, uh, I guess we'll go one at a time, usually I do like a, co- a host and a co-host thing, but I figure out you'd just both be guests this week. Sure. Um, so, I us to start with you James, like where did you grow up and then what kind of led you into improv?
1: Um, I grew up in Walpole and I got involved in improv asylum in. April of 2012, because I was trying to go the direction of film school, but the only reason I wanted to do that was to pursue like a comedy career, and it seemed a way better plan to just cut out the middleman and start doing it and not talking about doing it, rather than
0: just kind
1: right. of start to get the wheels rolling and
0: like move forward from there. So um, was improv something you were interested, or in? you
1: want to? Did you want
0: to be stand up? Um,
1: I had done stand up a couple of times. I did like want to do like acting or comedic acting and writing, and like I've been obsessed with Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. My and I'm pretty much obsessed with comedy for as long as I can remember. And I knew of Improv Asylum. Um, Kid from Walpole, Jimmy McAvoy, was on house teams a few years ago, and he was friends with my older brother, and we went to see him, and it was a weird, it was supposed to be a house team show, but it was like house teams got canceled or something, so Norm and Jeremy were performing with a handful of house teams members. I remember Mark O'Connell stood out just because he's fucking hilarious, <laughs> and after that, I kind of knew that this place was at least on my radar, and I knew that it was an option. It's cool when you see the
0: first person that you see stand up. Like, I remember it was Sam Ike. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe partially because he was, like, the only black guy. <laughs> too, but <laughs> he's fucking hilarious. So, um, like, I can still remember some of his dialogue from, like, the first night I went to House Team. It mm-hmm. It's
1: weird. Um, so, you started taking classes here? Yeah. Uh, I pretty much dropped out of school <laughs> and dove right in and kind of painted myself into a corner. Like, this is what I'm doing, and I've just been trying to know, work my ass off since then. Nice. You're on house teams
0: as well, right? mm
1: mm-hmm. um, This run, I think, makes a year now. Nice.
0: That's awesome. I remember, I think the first time I really met you uh, was just after, like, my- After f- the one up here. Yeah. Which was my first audition. Yeah. Uh, and I was just, like, newted. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was in level two, going in level three,
1: uh, I just didn't know what I was doing, but I didn't talk to anybody really at that point or anything. Not, so. not to toot your own <laughs> horn, but after that audition, I have a very distinct memory of me, Andy, and Bo, where uh, were, like, they're probably the first to walk out um, down the stairs and we're hanging out by that electrical thing that people seem to like, gather around. <laughs> and we were still forming Secret Stash at that point, and we're, like fucking everyone in there was better than us. We were like, you, um, Paul Nellis was in that group, and we're just like, what the fuck is going on? And we are so cocky thinking that we can start a group and we're getting blown away in auditions. Well, thanks, man. have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a specific memory I have buried in my brain. <laughs>
0: I've decided I'm not even going to try out those Teams. I think I'm going to go through the IB curriculum. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I want to be at a point where I can contribute I could conceivably maybe make it but I don't think I'd be able to contribute that much I'd probably be the weak link of the team
1: there haven't been any weak links for a while <laughs> that's that's my fear
0: like I think everybody I see is so polished and then I'm like I don't want to be that that guy that just somehow makes it and then I'm, you know just.
1: I would definitely discourage anyone from stepping away completely from IA or improv or in any capacity yeah um I just don't see any reason to leave it at IB. That I'm sure it's the exact same way. So as long as people are in the like Boston community, I think it's like, beneficial.
0: Yeah, well, I graduate in two weeks, so I'll be yeah, done okay. here. And I'll still take, like I still want to take the sketch writing class here mm-hmm. and stuff, but I don't know, I just want to be the best improviser that I can be. Mm-hmm. So I think it can't hurt to go learn from IB and just use oh, the absolutely. best of both.
2: Yeah, and often it's like even more stage time, too, you know, right where you
1: can perform. Yeah, that's the best thing about IB that I've seen personally is how attainable stage time is. Yeah, like yeah. I've never taken a class over there, I performed on their stage a handful of times,
0: which is we great. Two shows coming up next week. Uh, we, we got a uh, Sam Ike asked us to open for his show, uh, The Con Man. Oh, I I um, um, semi- okay,
1: Cowboy's doing that on the 23rd. Yeah,
0: so that, that was cool, and then we're doing like we were scheduled to do the cage match next Friday, so we got both those shows. We got That's a huge, huge week coming up. We got that. We got our, what else? We're going to do Wednesday show, and uh, Hennessy's, I'm yeah. going to have my grad show that next Monday. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Yeah. So where you are now, how do you feel, and like, where do you ultimately want to end up?
1: Oh, um, I would s- Still consider myself very much at the bottom of the barrel, um, but my goals here, uh, I would like to make NXT. Um, that's more. I'm more interested in NXT than I am main stage. Yeah. Not to say that I'm not interested in main stage, but NXT seems more fun. Well, but Connolly was like
0: for level three. I think he was like assistant teacher. Like Jeremy was our instructor and. In- um, Bill was kind of like shadowing to become an instructor, but then he moved. <laughs> um, but he was, I think, after our last class, we all went out somewhere. I think to Goodies. Uh, we were just talking, and he mentioned that like NXT, are, like is the hungry cast. That's you know, they really go for the risky stuff and just the oddball stuff that is either really going to work or crash hard. Which is kind of what I like to see, like. Some of those NXT sketches are just amazing.
1: Yeah. You see somebody on stage playing a keyboard as a homeless man singing about a chicken. It's my favorite sketch. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: did you both go to Del Close? No. no, You want to talk about the elevator? Just what the experience was like.
1: Yeah. Um, we, I went with Okay Cowboy, and we actually got. Unbelievably lucky with our time slot. I couldn't have like asked for anything better. We were like for people that don't know It is an all-weekend festival starting I think on a Thursday night and ending at midnight on Sunday And there's something going at all times, so you could potentially get a 6 a.m. slot, like miles away from any of the theaters and Because they use the UCB theater in Chelsea and the UCB East yeah, but they also have any like local theater around the area that's like walking distance or a short cab ride, and ours wasn't that far away. But it was seven thirty on a Saturday night, that's like a sweet. prime time slot. Yeah, and we were going on right before Shannon O'Neill doing a uh, a two person show, and she's she like does at She's a big name at UCB, so she at least is bringing some foot traffic for the yeah. people that can't get into like that's awesome. How big was your crowd, would you say? Uh, we were in a theater that was designed for, like, plays, so it was tough to gauge while we were um, on stage because it was just pitch black, yeah. and the acoustics are designed to hide any noise, so the laughter was muffled. But then when we uh, went around back in the entrance, it was pretty full, and it was about the... Maybe it would have been one or one and a half sections of an IA crowd. So bigger than I expected. That's awesome. You going to go back next year? I would definitely go back. I would love to do it again with OK Cowboy, but I would do it with um, Secret Stash or any group that wanted to. Um, I think that like, as many improv asylum or improv, there were definitely a bunch of, there were definitely a bunch more improv Boston groups, but as many Boston groups as, possible I think should definitely go and make a make a weekend of it, hang out and yeah Um, experience it because you get to see so many people. I saw Bobby Moynihan come out on stage and start a scene just with a generic fishing mime object work. And I'm like, that's like level three, level two basic like improv workshop stuff and someone at his level is still starting scenes that way yeah. and kind of put stuff in perspective and I thought it was like a great experience. Awesome. Yeah, I was getting jealous.
0: Like, I, I had thought about going last minute by myself and I'm like, yeah, I don't even know if I'll run into anybody I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when I saw how many people from both I A and IB went, I'm like, yeah,
1: I could have win. I yeah, yeah. would have found people Yeah, like, absolutely. So, Steffi, how are you? I'm <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> I will take all the time, by the way. <laughs>
0: uh you guys can feel free to jump in on each other's stories too um so where did you uh grow up
2: i grew up in our north of seattle in a really small like farming community burlington washington um
0: home of burlington coat factory no my
2: god i actually had a conversation with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis about how it's not so it's pretty famous that people think it's the Coke your old friends My really good buddy With a name drop the first uh, well, minute listen, my But no, not at all, they wouldn't remember that we had this conversation But no, it's actually from North Carolina We did not even have a Burlington Coke factory there
0: I was assumed it was Burlington Mass That's what no? I thought I was, it was just messing like with the you Not at
2: all No so yeah, I grew up there, um, I did theater from, like, isn't like, cliche and annoying instances. Like, literally since I, like, started walking, I've just been, like, performing and being annoying and loud and, like, just full of come bad from? comedy. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> you come from a family that is theatrical? Not
2: at all. Oh my gosh, no. Like, no one really, my uncle is where I get my humor from and probably, like, my grandpa, but, um, my parents are just, like, my mom's still, like, gets nervous watching me do improv because she thinks, like, you can mess up somehow, which I guess you can. You can fall pretty flat on your face, but she, um, even if, like, she has to do audience participation, she, like, freezes up and can't can't do it. So, yeah, so I started doing theater, like, consistently through high school, and then when I was probably, like, 12 or 13, a director um, of the theater that I used to do it for, like, put together a group of people, um that she thought would be good at improv and we were like, What the crap is that? So we went to a bunch of upfront upfront theater shows. The Ryan Styles What age was this? I was twelve, probably or thirteen, That's going awesome. into yeah, going into eighth grade. Um so Ryan Styles started a theater at, like twenty minutes from my house. So we went up there a ton. Um, and then through high school I was kind of mentored by this guy that was up there, DK Reinemer, and he's in LA now doing like UCB and second city stuff um and then yeah I just like stuck with that for a while I just like never really lost the bug for
0: it that's awesome yeah uh and it's not I don't think I've met too many people on the podcast that have started so early
2: yeah yeah I feel like I should be a lot better than I am because <laughs> <laughs> I started so early but people are like you've been doing it since middle school I'm like yeah but it's like shooting the breeze though like when you're not it's there's no comparison to the level in Boston. So then when I went to I, I go to Suffolk and when I found out about Sears Event, um and that all, like basically all of the main stage at IA was in serious Event, like that's when it shifted for me and I was like the pressure's on. So there's definitely like a different sort of
1: Serious Event's like the farm system for it, it is it's like it the direct out, me. Yeah.
2: yeah. So you just kind of yeah, it's like a different standard almost
0: are there pictures of them up there of like tr- did Trevor go there
2: yeah Trevor went so like all of the old um like it, most of them are still like on our website because we we're like these are more famous faces than <laughs> than we are so yeah which is nice and then Ryan Bernier started us and so he's he we get to work with him a lot which is really fun so nice yeah
0: so you how'd you end up from Washington here. Did you come for school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so is always, your family still in Washington?
2: They are. Yeah. They're all over there. Um, so my dad grew up in Connecticut, and then my parents met at Gordon College in Mass. And so I grew up with this like weird IV in me to like go to Boston. It was just like this constant stream of like, we should go to these Coast? It's beautiful. We traveled here a ton when I was little. Um, and then it's the only place I applied. I wanted to go to New York for a while and then was kind of scared of it, and then I found Boston, and I was like, it's my peeps. It's manageable. I can breathe. So it was good. It's been a
0: good fit. I remember we had level four together, Mm -hmm. and you were, like, known, probably not to you, as the girl that was on house teams. Oh, (laughs) She's on house teams. Oh, my
2: God. The one time, and then I didn't make it, and then made it again. Yeah.
0: Um... But we were—I know—I was always really impressed by you in class, and um, even now, I—I I, I always thought you were good, but I think you're getting really good in the oh, last thanks. couple of months. Yeah, you had—I think um, I, I, like I sent you a note about this, but you had a, a scene with. Dave Leone and uh, yeah. John McGregor. I think it's my favorite house team scene With I've the ever car. seen. Everyone yeah. remembers. Yeah, <laughs> so
2: good. Oh my gosh. That was a really fun scene. I didn't know what we were doing in that. And then all of a sudden, everybody just clicked on the same page. It was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I it was. I, I think I almost picked up on that. Like, if You were just kind of talking at first. Yeah, and, and then John
2: came in, and then we were like, what is going on? And then, <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. It was one of those weird things where you, like, share the focus perfectly, which, like, barely ever happens, so... Yeah.
0: Now, you just had your grad show two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. How was that experience?
2: Ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. I wanted it to be, like, I'm just like this. Like, if someone says they like a movie, like, I don't want to like it. but I And then I end up liking it, and I hate it. So, I hate that I like it. And so, having the grad show, everyone's like, it's the most incredible experience of your life. Like, you're going to want to cry. Everyone's cheering for you. It was exactly like that. It's ridiculous. Like, there is no... I don't think I've had such a rewarding experience in my entire life. like, Or more challenging, too. And it's been, it was so much fun. My mom flew out for it, and it was great. It's
1: awesome. It was definitely way more of an experience than you expect it to be. Yeah. And it just kind of hits you all at once. I don't,
0: it's, it's weird crazy. to me. Mine is in, like, two weeks, and I'm just not.
1: You're not going to. You know don't.
0: I job. didn't
2: until literally. I called him on Saturday, and I was like, "I'm shitting my pants. Like, I can't do this."
0: <laughs> we have our. uh to yeah. that. <laughs> we have our tech rehearsal tomorrow, so. We, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: That's unreal. It's gonna be so fun. What are your colors? I don't know. <laughs> I
0: choose colors. Uh, so you started off. You like? Do you have that scene where you were going to different people in the audience? Mm-hmm. And you know, we were at a, like a uh, I don't want to say puppy farm, but that's yeah, right. yeah,
2: like a pound or yeah.
0: whatever it was, yeah, yeah. What was the
2: song? It was Whitney Houston.
0: Oh, I want to
1: dance with somebody. Yeah, like... no,
2: yeah, it was. What did I sing? I didn't yeah. even know the song until Rose and I was
1: not like, too this well versed. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. How will I know? Yeah
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And I learned it like the day before. I was like, I've never heard this.
0: Song. It was good because, well, first of all, I think a lot of people that go to the the grad shows aren't necessarily people go to a lot wow. of improv shows. So they are like, what's going on here? And it, me, as a, even a person that sees sketch and improv, I'm like, what is she doing? <laughs> what is yeah. this? And it yeah. it, was a it, was, it was funny.
2: It was ridiculous. And Jeremy, so much of that show, especially for me, was Jeremy literally 20 minutes before we ended, like the full day of rehearsal, he was like, I want you to do this. I want you to touch everybody's faces for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, what? He's like, just do it. And then I had one other sketch that I worked on with him, the no offense one. We worked on it intensively for like 45 minutes, and he completely changed my character like 12 hours before the show. So it was ridiculous. In fact, people laugh. That's all I can ask for. That's,
0: That's <my> sketch <laughs> It was a really – the whole grad show was good from beginning to end. It was fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, so where you are now in your improv career, how – how do you feel and where do you ultimately want to end up?
2: I'm so, it's such an interesting question because I'm so mixed about what I want to do. So I forever was like, I'm a psychology major. and like full-time in the school, all of that. But then the fact that Seriously Ben has been like such a huge part of my life. Um, I think ideally what I would want to do is take a year off, get a job in my field, um, and dip into kind of both worlds and like see how I'm going to actually balance like doing comedy and real life like I think that any good comedian doesn't even have that figured out yet like I don't unless you're like their full-time comedian or like you're not at all so for right now I see myself just kind of trying to like walk that really fine line of like being really intense into two things um so we'll see I feel like I'm definitely like learning so much more than I did in the beginning of my time here so yeah it's been I think for right now I'll just try and do that Obviously, the you know the dream is SNL, so nice. that would
0: be beautiful. I could totally see both of you on NXT uh,
1: relatively soon, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. I think a lot of the main stages—they're is... clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone's blocking away. I don't know what the theater is going to look like in a year. Yeah, it's already so different than it was. Like, Even like three when? months yeah. I don't
0: want to say good, but there's a lot of people that are really talented that are just under them that Mm -hmm. will really like all the suspects guys are amazing yeah
1: and
2: you just take an opportunity like like opening a door into that and people really step up into those roles literally
1: there's definitely an abundance of talent here I could watch Alex Kagi or like Erica Monica do like a two man show for like Yeah, (laughs) yeah I mean there's people that aren't even on NXT that should be you know yeah. there's just not enough spots oh like yeah andy castellano just started on nxt yeah. it seems like she could have been there for the, like since she walked in here right i love
0: it. uh andy does the dinosaur rap have you guys seen that I haven't seen i've not seen it so yes. many times and it hasn't gotten old. <laughs> I don't I don't it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so I'm gonna do, i going to i just thought of this today i'm just adding a new quick segment it's just a random question or scenario so i'm just throwing yeah. this at both of you All right. Say you had no knowledge of American football, like you didn't even know it existed, and if you saw a picture of like a person in football gear, you'd be like, "What is this man wearing?" Okay, it's nice. So you don't. (laughs) Um, And then you find yourself in like a saw-like scenario (laughs) where you're alone in a room with a PlayStation, a TV, and that's it. And Madden, and you have to figure out how to beat the computer. Not knowing the rules or how to play football, you have twenty four hours to do this. Do you think you could figure out the rules and beat the computer and then? Oh man, I I couldn't. I hundred percent
2: couldn't. My brother's been playing video games since I was so
1: young. I'm I'm like a nerd about football, so this is a very strange question. I think you could do it. Just imagine trying to figure out the the rules system. Yeah, like to figure out what team is good, and then you're looking at like if you scroll through their, like, attributes, like... See, I don't even know either of
2: those words. But, like, <laughs> even just, like, realizing
0: that you have to pass it and you have to get it a certain amount
1: of yards. Yeah.
0: You can't just run off sides. Just yeah. figuring out the rules alone would be
1: complicated. So many sports that we think of as being self-explanatory, I can't imagine trying to, like, explain baseball to someone that right. has never heard it. Like, you can throw it here, but only sometimes. And yeah. I think the same scenario would work if you threw baseball <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you couldn't use the tutorials. <laughs> like, yeah, why can't why can these guys grab onto you and these guys can't? Why they can only touch you, but only for five yards, and then they have to stop? It's it's complicated, even if you know what
0: football is. I think your best case scenario would be like learn something like some random random running play that just works. and just
1: yeah, it'll be. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lombardi right sweep. <laughs> just keep doing that and then hopefully. Like beer right, beer left.
2: I would just hope that they like, needed someone to like paint the field and I could do that. You'd <laughs> be great In the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i just like, paint it. i or be it's a
0: cheerleader like, sell pizza. <laughs> okay, back to the regular <laughs> portion. I <laughs> um, want to discuss cheerleader selling pizza? <laughs> uh, do you guys have a best and worst moment on stage you can think of?
1: Um, I have a lot of worst moments. <laughs> um, every monologue I had to do in my last run would be a worst moment. Um, actually, uh, I have a, there was a lottery that I did. with. I was on stage with two people, one of whom I'm pretty good friends with at this point. Um, I didn't know him as well at the time. And I walk out and I just got flat out like, ignored obviously not on purpose i don't think that anyone would do anything like that but it got to the point where it was just weird like they were having a full-out engaged conversation and, and i'm just strolling too. around <laughs> i could have just like i should have just walked off stage that's happened and, to be not in a lot yeah. but too but what do you think is the right thing to do in that situation what Happened was um, <laughs> Trevor and Jeremy saw what was going on and bailed me out by sweeping the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I had a house team audition where I just
0: didn't think I had got out enough, and I wanted to get it one more time. And I felt like this was the last scene that they were going to do, so I just jumped out. I, I don't know. I don't know the two people were on the scene, but I went and stood by one character. <laughs> like I, I came in the room and stood by one character, but they didn't acknowledge me. So it was just, it's awkward. And they weren't stopping talking, so I was just an awkward standing guy. And Dave Leone came and stood over the other person's shoulder. So everybody thought it was funny, but it was not intentional. It, yeah. it was, it, you know. I think it was
2: before, uh, there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so people thought it was funny, like, but I can't take any credit for it because I was just froze up, basically. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think all of my worst moments are in auditions. I kid you not. Like, because I know most of the people that are, like, casting you, not like we're, like, BFFs by any means but like Tony is our seriously event coach so he'll just like say something like the one thing that I'm insecure about and then he'll say it on the line and I'm like fuck I'm done I can't like there's no way I can come back from that if he's like oh you're doing that I have this one character that he wanted to kill and so he's like you're doing that that character and I like shit my pants and start crying internally because it was yeah so that I think anytime I'm called out by like someone I like totally admire it's my worst moment it's just and they're only trying to like help you and like but oh my gosh my best moment would be any we went to Chicago two years ago with serious event to perform in like a college national tournament and that whole thing was so much fun I think that was all of our our shining moments for sure
1: I don't know what my best moment would be um I very distinctly remember remember doing my first bizarre character on stage (laughs) Or I came out, and it was my first house team's run, and I think my second show maybe. And I hadn't been on stage very often at all at that point, and I came out as this weird guy who wears newspaper clothes, and I like doffed a newspaper hat and like <laughs> talked in some sort of voice like this, which is uh, kind of a crutch, <laughs> and. I think it was like a lot of people's first time seeing me like out of my shell a little bit. Yeah. and That made me feel like I'm actually like doing something now and not just sneaking onto Because <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: always that sense like when you make any team, you know what I mean? Like even like plays, you're like, do I really belong here at all? Yeah, I still feel like I'm going to be Same. exposed
1: and like, like, well, I don't know why you keep <laughs> thinking you're <so> allowed here. <laughs> I think that
0: we all think that regardless of what level you're on mm-hmm. like the main stage people probably have that thought sometimes too you know yeah just...
2: I dotted their perfection
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went to a um, second city show last weekend and in, I would have taken an improv silent main stage show over that the show that I saw second see, city see
2: I also saw second city like in Chicago and I would have taken it too I don't know but it's so different in Chicago like even seriously bent comedy is, like, not received there. Like, if you don't, like, act out a, a poll or, like, act, I don't know, they're just so different. They do, like, sound effects and, like, tons of entrances, and it's just such a different world. It
0: was very well choreographed. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the production values were great, but just the comedy itself wasn't... Yeah. So are you in that show Monday, too? The
2: yes. Yeah. Do
1: you guys want to talk about that show a little bit? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have kind of, been kind of like trying to push ourselves. So, who's in Secret Stash first? Secret Stash was founded by uh, Bo Delacare. Then he left. And <laughs> with uh, Ed McCabe and Andy Bridges. And that was this is probably 2012. and When the Why show, show was going on, right? Was, um, prior to that. a little a little bit before that uh, but not not too long before that but we also it, they added me and Jeff like one after another and it took us about a year of like a hiatuses and like Ed left for California then he comes back and Bo leaves for California so we had to finally start adding more people and um, when Bo comes back you're gonna have to go <laughs> yeah when Bo comes back we'll have to kick someone out we'll and balance somewhere. Um, but we since I've been there or maybe a couple weeks after Ryan McFarland would um, agreed to be our director so we started meeting with him and at the Art Institute in Brookline, which I'm not sure if we're technically supposed to be there but we the door wasn't locked. So when, uh, <laughs> Same thing with MIT. Yeah, which I don't um, understand that. It was a little bit sneakier than MIT. MIT at least has like a storied history of this is like where people go for improv, and we were like we know of a building. <laughs> uh, like, Ryan and Ed, um, took classes there, or like um, went to school there, so they knew the ins and outs. Um, we actually had even had Erin Berry agree to join, and then she got NXT, so she was like. You no. <laughs> know, yeah, the <laughs> rehearsal time didn't um, make sense, and so we lost a heavy hitter as quickly as we got one, and then we finally started meeting on a weekly basis again. We rehearse on Thursdays before Awkward Compliment. Um, and then Erin left, and she was a redhead, so they were like, we
2: have to have another, another redhead, redhead right. even if she's not as good as Erin. <laughs>
1: uh, Are you the only female? Maybe no, we also no. have uh, Samantha Gelsk.
0: Who's on who, my house Who
1: just, um... This is her first house like... Oh, I was impressed, just a quick aside, by all the new people on house teams. Holy shit, week. right? Ryan. Ryan was... Crushed. Yeah.
0: It was, oh my god. Was he, like, too. He, was, he
1: was getting applauded offstage. stage. He was. happening. We might have well, like, picked him up and
0: carried him. That was awesome. He really did a great job. But uh, every yeah. All um, All the new people. Yeah, they were oh, all great.
1: Joey yeah. did great. mm mm-hmm. Sam. Uh, once we started getting together and, uh... Rehearsing weekly and performing on a more regular basis, we decided to push ourselves to start writing sketches, and the plan was initially to film them. We had some failed web series ideas that never uh, got off the ground, and we had a meeting to kind of figure out where we're going, and we're like, let's just write a ninety-minute sketch show, and find a venue for it. Let's just like do it ourselves, and we're feeling around trying to find a venue while we were trying to uh, get it going. And one of the venues was obviously Improv but we didn't expect to get it because that's right. never really happened uh, for a sketch group to not have a like, prior sketch show experience to be given a time slot like that, or at least not in recent memory that I know of. Um, but we got, we were given a great opportunity. Um, we were given about three weeks to get a show up, and we've been busting our asses ever <laughs> since then, because uh, we didn't have quite as much as I think it sounded like it might have in the, um, the original letter, or email. I think it it looked a little bit more professional than it was, and then we're, we had it, so it's time to go to work. <laughs> right. um, we have a tech rehearsal on Sunday, and we're good to go on Monday.
2: And I came in, like, really last minute, like, literally was, like, we might need another girl, because Sam was the only girl all the time, and it looks yeah, so um, long. Like,
1: she was so busy with the, the grad show that we didn't even think to bother her with, like, <laughs> hey, you want to learn
2: some more statues? That's why I didn't write um, any, I just, like, and yeah yeah, know, I feel like I'm just coasting this, like, wave that they worked so hard on, it's going to be really good.
1: It would be remiss if I didn't mention that Christina Smars is another female yes. that has, has been a member of Secret Stash, and... Has the open door to perform with us whenever she wants. She's, she's just became a uh,
0: improv amazing. Boston
1: main stage. Improv Boston main NXT here. Yeah, she's awesome. place. Yeah, she's awesome. She's so talented. She is. Uh, I think that's
0: really impressive. Like I, when you were talking, i like, I love the fact you have weekly meetings and that you had a meeting to decide the future of the group. It's like, that's.
1: Uh, yeah, between. Uh, Jeff and uh, I don't know if you know Tom Cole at all, he was in our grandpa. but they're like real life adults. Um, <laughs> like I, writing business. I, I feel very much like a child <laughs> and I like do my goofy comedy stuff, but they're like, they're the kind of guy that might have a binder.
2: <laughs> and what's so great about IA opening a store to something like this too is like Tom, like graduated but like can't do house teams because he works. Like, he has now has this place yeah. where you can, like, see all these other comedians, quote unquote, like, yeah. where you wouldn't normally see them. Because, like, Tom is so talented, yeah, and, like, anybody else guy. who's in it.
1: He writes great sketches, like, seemingly naturally. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I wish I could write, like,
1: him. And uh, his wife is beautiful. It's true. Just like me. That's how I me, so good. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very sorry, excited about it. it.
0: I want to do this thing we call the made up movie game. So uh, I'm going to put my iPod on shuffle. Whatever the next song that comes up will be the title of the movie that we're going to make up. Uh, I'm going to ask between the two of you, um, as if you were watching a movie on Comcast and you hit the info button, Mm -hmm. like the little blurb it gives you, Uh, just make a blurb about the movie and then we'll improvise a scene or two out of it. Okay. Make sense? All right. Sorry. We'll see. <laughs> Hitting Shuffle. Right, it's a song called Wash My Hands.
2: Um, it's like this little like um Latino Latina family and they live in Puerto Rico. Yeah, like Michael
1: like Payne is in
2: it? Yeah, exactly. And um they have like a tortilla shop and they always forget to wash their hands, obviously.
1: Which is a health code violation. It's a health
2: code violation. So a white man comes in. And, it, like, and shit ensues
1: from there. Hilarity would ensue, I imagine. Yeah. I that <laughs> this movie also opens up the uh, Latino accents. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wind chimes. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> what a quaint little place this is. This is so authentic. Oh, sir, may I help you? Hi, yeah. Are oh, just, um, just like a regular old, uh Yeah, these are are
2: tortillas. I make them myself. My mama showed me how to make them.
1: Any sort of like demonstration, perhaps?
2: Oh, no. Oh, sir. That costs like three pesos.
1: I'll show them. I'll show them.
0: No, Papa. Thank you
1: so much for your help. At least someone's taking some initiative around here. You must be the manager.
0: There were no paper towels in the bathroom, so I did not wash my hands. Oh, Papa. Oh, I wish you kept that
1: to yourself, sir. I'm immaculately clean. No worries. Yes, well, is so strange. I'm not sure I believe that, but
2: but he does make the best tortillas. Decided. What
1: kind of what kind of tortilla do you want? Let me lick my hands to get the dough ready. Is this is this commonplace down here? I don't want to be culturally insensitive, but I can't see that this is in any way um, up to form or anything. This, do you, do you guys Let me ask you a sense? question, sir. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been to Chile?
0: Oh, have you? Have you?
1: Just on business.
2: Oh, no. What kind of business you do?
1: It's that's not important. I oh. buy and sell. do oh. If you've been to Chile, you know people lick their hands when they make tortillas. Come yeah, on.
2: if anything, it's a sign of respect, good sir.
1: It is completely plausible that I may have turned a blind eye. You, sir, are offending me. Either order a tortilla or leave my establishment right now. Do you have whole wheat tortillas by any chance, oh or is it just God, the corn the, ones that I see? What do you think we are? Queer? Excuse me? <laughs> you you think, heard her. <laughs> do
2: you think we gay? Do you th- We only have just white flowers.
1: It's just a complete culture shock to me right now. I didn't anticipate any of this. Homo... <laughs> Homophobes <laughs> <laughs> are not allowed in my no. establishment. I want to be clear on your no. politics, sir. If, well, if I in any way come off as homophobic just by you licking your hands, I would just go ahead and do your worst. Just my body. Oh, he's really, just really getting into it. Let me get my forearm into this. Let me just uh,
2: watch him like make the tortilla. Does that make you happy, sir?
1: I, do you all have Scooby-Doo tongues like that?
2: Yes.
1: I'm going to throw it up in the air. Oh, man, <laughs> on the a, floor. An Italian pizza technique. Oh, now I can see why. Oh, no.
0: Three-second rule. Here you go, son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, I don't want to be, I don't want to offend you guys I, who I already have, so I guess I you have, have no choice. Watch at... your tongue, sir. Watch your tongue. Eat
2: it. Eat it. Eat it.
1: I guess, well, I guess when in, when in,
0: what not Rome.
1: My God, he's not even going to wash oh. his hands before no, he eats. He's not going to. He's sick. This... You're sick. You're what... sick, man. Get out of here. Get out. Oh, Get out. <laughs> I'm coming back with friends. It's... <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's why I did
2: not those things last <laughs> time. All
0: right, yes. and that's that was boring. that was wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do they always go
1: that great? <laughs>
0: they vary in degrees. I did one where there was one one time I couldn't get a guest, so I just kind of interviewed myself, and then I did improv the movie by myself. Oh, <laughs> but I challenge. did. But it was I didn't even change the characters up. So it was like, and I don't generally do a lot of characters anyway. So it was like a guy like me talking to a guy like me. Yeah. <laughs> Very awkward. That's
1: yeah, that's a lot of my uh, improv scenes uh, a guy like me talking.
0: <laughs> that's pretty much exclusively mine. Uh, every once in a while I'll throw in white uh, hip-hop wannabe guy. Oh my god, I love that guy. <laughs> Some guy in a third base t-shirt. Alright, <laughs> right, so we um, have the Secret Stash show on Monday. What's the official name?
1: Um, I don't think we have a name for it. We're just the opening act for, um, I'm assuming it's, it will still be Booby Trap. Um, so we have the, f- the first half, um, it'll be like probably an hour. Um, I guess we can just call it Secret Stash Live. Ooh.
0: Nice. What else <laughs> <guys>? <laughs> what else? You, have, you guys have coming up? You want
1: to plug? Um, I don't
2: really have any specifically.
1: There was the, uh, the OK Cowboy con man show that I mentioned be uh, august 23rd at assuming eight o'clock um i'm doing the single ladies show now not every week as of right now i am a replacement as the dancing bear so if you have a bachelorette party might i suggest mention vines you took is that matt griffin's role yeah nice. it's it's <laughs> Um,
2: I have literally nothing going on until school starts. Because seriously, Ben it takes up all my time when I'm in school, but not when I'm not. So if you want to find me, I'm at Rug Road Paper Company on Charles Street.
1: You have a people, wedding. You could pitch people uh, helping you move.
2: Oh my God! Yeah, I'm moving on September first to Hanover Street. So anybody that wants to move me, Dave Leone, strong muscles. That was such. A, he doesn't need that compliment. Got
1: it. Yeah.
0: In the odd on- chance he's listening, and he was like, "Yes, <laughs> finally somebody commented on."
2: That. Yeah, I am losing, so that would be really nice. Thank you, or a free couch. So. All right. Shout out to Kevin Nolan for me getting his bed.
1: Um, other than that, I uh, don't think so. No. This. You on You want that. me to
2: dog set I love dogs. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well basically, I won't say no to anything. Yes, <laughs> we we'll won't do anything for money. All right, and
0: as far as Eagle Come goes, uh, we do Hennessy's on Mondays. Uh, this upcoming week, we have the show that we're running called What Else Are You Going to Do Wednesday at Maggie's Lounge? Um, Secret Stash is going to, that, to yeah. be there. So yeah.
1: I'll pitch
0: that. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of great teams. It's a, <laughs> it's a mix of stand-up and improv, and we've had two before. You were at the last one, right? I couldn't make the last one. You the first one? Um, I never? haven't been. Involved. Oh, okay. I was to <laughs> trying to get away with just yes, the last one. <laughs> um, it's a good show. I, I, even if we weren't involved, I have always thought it was uh, the, both the first two I thought were really fun shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, we have the cage match, which I kind of like to win this time, so if anybody listening likes me, show up <laughs> and support <laughs> us. <laughs> um... And
1: And Hennessy's,
0: too. Yeah, Hennessy's grad show on the 18th. That's about it. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening.